Matt. Hey yo. It's 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 Bird. This is another episode of Kaiju Transmissions, and we are here um, to introduce an episode where we had a very special guest, um, and uh, that is uh, Mr. Kenji Oba, who um, uh, worked as a stuntman, but he's done a lot of uh, stuff with the Sentai series. He's most well-known as being... um, the character is Space Sheriff Gavan, who is, um, if you're into Japanese tokusatsu superheroes, you should know the name, but it's a Toei character, and often he'll show up in, in crossovers with, you know, the Kamen Rider and, and stuff like that, uh, and that's a character he's been playing since, geez, uh, for decades. Uh, <laughs> but in addition to yeah. that, um, you know, he's had bit parts in... Um, in uh, Even Gamera. <laughs> yeah, in, in the first Gamera movie, in uh, Kill Bill, um, in uh, a whole lot of stuff. Kamen um, Rider Zoe, which is uh, yeah, Kamen Rider, yeah, yeah. Kamen Rider Zoe, which is awesome. Yeah, Kamen Battle Rider Royale Zoe. Battle Royale 2. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah, so he, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, and uh, he's, a, he's a prolific uh, Japanese... Um, stuntman uh and uh he's worked with sonny chiba quite a bit and matt uh got to interview him in kentucky for fandom fest this year and matt i feel like uh i feel like you have you'll have uh some interesting things to say in setting up this interview uh because it was a it was an interesting experience to say it uh (laughs) Uh, to put it mildly. So, Matt, tell us about your adventure to Kentucky and Fandom Fest and what that was like and how bizarre and surreal it all turned out. Uh, So, Fandom Fest, um, really weird. So, I went to Fandom Fest last year when they had all the Godzilla suit actors. Um, They had Ben Faria, who played Ultraman, and it was held at this big expo center, right? This year, at the very last minute, Phantom Fest and the Expo Center could not come together on whatever the deal was for for renting out the Expo Center. So instead, they had it at a uh, inside of a mall at an abandoned Macy's building. So you had to walk in the food court entrance of so the main food court entrance to the mall, and then walk through that into the main where Macy's used to be, and they checked you in that way. And so as you're walking in this abandoned Macy's store, you still see Macy's signs a few places. You, you see, like, the, you know, perfume counter. And instead of having perfume there, they have people selling merchandise. It was the most bizarre setup <laughs> for convention. <laughs> it was, How the hell does that happen? I, I don't – I mean – <laughs> I, I, listen, I know I know from talking and overhearing conversations there to, not not to, to, to the many vendors who were there it was described as a very bad um, not just bad setup but like it just it was bad in general like I don't think they got quite the, tra- the traffic they wanted for some of the vendors I don't think people are spending quite as much money I think a lot of people I know there were a ton of, of guests that canceled at the last minute because of this whole thing and the way that it was handled. Um, I don't know if that's the Expo Center or Phantom Fest. I'm not really sure who to blame for that. I just know that it happened. So um, <laughs> Jim Cernella, who allowed us to interview the actors, um, you know, we're, we're at his table, and we, we thought we were just going to basically – there's an area behind this curtain we were going to interview, and there was plenty of space 
There was no real background noise. And then directly like two and a half tables down and across from us, so like across the way, there just so happened to be this fucking band playing <laughs> live music. <laughs> like, I mean, it was the most bizarre thing. Like at a convention, there's like this like Southern rock bluesgrass horror band. That's the best way. I don't even remember the name of the band, but they're playing music. The guy's busting out like a, a, a big old like cello. They got electric guitar and they're just going to town. And so the funny thing was when I first got there, I was there for two hours and the lines were busy. So we decided, OK, we're just going to wait until like three or four o'clock. Well, as soon as we decided about an hour before we decided to record and we were getting set up. Um, they started playing all their music and they played for half an hour. They take a break and they go right back to it. And so I realized, and I was testing my microphones during this time, like my mics are going to pick this up and it's going to be, you know, G fest 2.0 all over again. There's nothing I can do because I went upstairs on the second floor of the abandoned Macy's. Um, it was just as bad. They had all these people like spread out and like these open panels, like there was nowhere for us to go and get away from the sound. However, we got lucky and we found this, um, basically I interviewed, Kenji Oba and Sonny Chiba in a former changing room. Like it was an amazing <laughs> changing room. And I mean, like it just, it just happened that way. It was the only thing that we could really do because they had a lot of the places they had closed off because the Macy's had been shut down. So we, we went in the back of this room and we set up and it drowned out most of the noise. Um, so it was just a weird, bizarre experience, but I will tell you Kenji Oba is a very, I mean, he's just very sweet, very polite, very soft-spoken, um, and was really interested in, in giving his answers, and he gives some really good stories, which I won't spoil now, but, like, there's some really incredible stories that he tells about the differences and the way things used to be and the way things have changed and all the different, like, basically think of um, working in a factory before OSHA came along and made things safe. Um, I'm not sure that OSHA really made everything safe, but like imagine with no OSHA restrictions at all. That's what he did basically. He worked in – he was a stuntman and did all of his own acting like before there were any sort of regulations. And he's got some really awesome stories about that. Um, he was very respectful about you know working with Sonny Chiba. Sonny Chiba essentially mentored him. There's some cool stories about that and also Tom Kitagawa. And Tom Kitagawa and Kenji Oba were actually – when they were working together, they were very close. They got their start uh, both together. Well, they didn't both get their start, but they both worked on Battle Fever J, um, which is something we talked about in our uh, Kitagawa interview. So it was a really, really fun time. Uh, bizarre experience, I think, for everybody, but they were great. I got some <laughs> pictures for them and autographs. And did they did they think that it was strange that they were being interviewed in a Macy's changing room? I don't think they cared. I mean, I think they they both really seemed happy to to be there. And um, you know, I, it was honestly, it was just Phantom Fest sucked. It was just Phantom <laughs> Fest putting together this like terrible, terrible event. And you were of, there last year, and it, you, you it, it was it, great. <laughs> the, the, the previous year was awesome because you had this massive convention floor, and I mean, what what like if if you're a if you're someone who's bringing guests, right? Um, like, what do you do? Do you pull somebody who wants to come and make an appearance? Because you're in. And the thing was, like, you weren't really sure what you were getting into. Like, you didn't know what the floor setup was. Who could have told you that there were still Macy signs out? Like, you had no control over that stuff. <laughs> so. Um, I'm glad they came though. I mean, and I never thought I'd meet either one of these guys. So I'm glad that both Kenji Oba and Sonny Chiba, you know, came, um, enjoy the interview. It's a really good one. And I think you'll learn some things and he's got, again, he's got some fantastic stories. Um, and I think one thing that this interview specifically speaks to is just how much these guys put themselves through 
for the sake of things like Kikaider, for example, or, you know, um, Space Sheriff Gavon. Like some of the stuff in the, in the stories that he tells is insane when you think about it. Like you wouldn't um, – being a stunt person, a stunt man, you know, it's, it's dangerous. And it was even more dangerous, you know, back in the early 70s and 80s when they were doing it. So listen to the interview. Take it all in. Um, yeah, it was bizarre. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks to everyone who helped us get this set up. And thanks to Kenji Oba, who uh, was willing to uh, come on here and, and talk to Matt for a little bit. So enjoy it. Yep, and also one one more thing, I want to shout out to uh, Hiroki Tagawa, who's our translator. You'll hear him in the interview, but um, just shout out to him. He does a great job, and I really appreciated him doing as much work as he did uh, on the fly with the interviews. It was it was wonderful. All right, well here it is, Kenji Oba. Hello, everyone, and uh, this is Matt with Kaiju Transmissions. Welcome to another episode, and we are still at Fandom Fest. And uh, today we have Kenji Oba with us today, and uh, very excited to to do this interview and. Uh, Hiro Kitagawa is our esteemed interpreter. Thank you for doing this, sir. Hey, guys. My <laughs> pleasure. And uh, Kenji, I'm so excited that you are doing the second interview with us today. Thank you for being with us. Um, <laughs> let's jump right into the questions. Um, first question. You got your uh, start as a stuntman and suit actor in shows like Kikaider. Um, how did that job come to you? え、そうですね。え、so uh, I was watching a, a there was a prominent show that Chiba-san was starring in that's uh, called Key Hunter, and I was watching that. I was admiring. Uh, I wanted to kind of be like that figure. And then I was watching throughout middle school. I would watch magazines uh, starring that type of industry, action, action star industry, and. Um, after that, uh, time went on, and then I, at one time I went into an audition to be a uh, stunt actor, and, you know, I just, I passed. Did you, uh, who did you audition for, or with, I should say? Was it, uh, was it specific organization? Was it directly with, uh, I know you worked several times with Sonny Chiba, like, who did you actually inter um, interview with, or I, I should say audition? <laughs> that was with Jack. Okay. Um, my next question is, one of your credits was actually as a soldier in the kaiju film Gamera. Um, I'm curious how you got involved with that and also what your experience on the set was like there. Um, so that actually, the way it went was that the, the job came to Jack, and I at the time was free. I, I wasn't booked with anything else, so uh, that's kind of how it came to me. Uh, I see. Um, did you get to spend a lot of time on that particular set, or was it like a smaller role so you weren't there very long? 
I was, I was kind of kind of curious how much time you actually spent on the on the set itself. <laughs> I think for the entirety of the film, I would say maybe five, six hours. <laughs> okay, so very, very small. Um, so let's let's talk about your experience with uh, Sonny Chiba. You've worked with him many times over the years. How did you guys meet? え、その、え、不安でえ、ジャパンクションクラブが募集をしてまして、で、え、松山から東京に行ってオーディションを受けた時が初めてですね。東京でオーディションを受けたと。そうです、はい。uh, my first time was the when Jack was having an audition, and I went to Tokyo and and go and I went through an audition. That's exactly when I met Chiba-san. From there, um, how has your relationship grown? Maybe um, is it just been through different projects you've worked? I mean, is it obviously you're here today together? So, what is your relationship like now? Japan Action Club is a え、だから僕もスタントマンを目指してまして、え、その後に、え、他のやる僕らと同じようなそういう研究会とか団体があるんですけど、え、その人たちにできないようなスタント的なことアクション的なことができるようになって、え、僕もあの吹き替えとかそ
まあ、そういう関係の中でバトルフィーバーで、えー、バトルフィーバー J でですね僕は両方変身前と変身した後もスーツアクターの方もやってたんですけど、えー、僕ができない時に北川君がバトルケニアをやってくれてそういう,う仕事で一番最初その現場が常に一緒っていうのはそういうそのバトルフィーバーですかね。So, uh... Tom, Tom Kitagawa. He, he's my、uh, Kohai, so of course、uh, I was his mentor. We worked together throughout the time. And、um, there was actually one time when、uh, I, I, I would. He's actually of somebody who has done gymnastics. He's, he's very much、uh, developed in those kinds of skill sets, very good for stuntmen. And one time I, I challenged him to do certain moves that basically nobody else could do, and he couldn't do it. And so I would ask him, why can't you do it?、Um, but、uh, anyway, now, he,、uh, now we just、uh, have developed those as professionals. And、um, that's, that's kind of how it's going right now. How would you?、Um, we actually got to interview uh, Tom uh, a few weeks ago at Days of the Dead. And、uh, how would you describe when someone has the, the Kohai senpai relationship? How would you describe、um, when they look up to you, what kind of advice you're giving them,、um, and, and how that transpires? When you're mentoring somebody, what would you tell them in especially the role of a stuntman? So, I'm a person who's a person who's a person who's a person. 死がこう,こうしなさいああしなさいって言ったことをやっぱ忠実に守ってきてたんですね今までねでやっぱそういったこと僕の思いっていう部分もあの言葉で言いますけどやはりこう死がこういうことを望んでるんじゃないかとこういうことを努力しろというふうに言ってるっていうだから本当に千葉の言葉を借りてアドバイスしてたって感じですかね。トム・キティガワ is I, I'm his... Senpai, he, I'm his mentor,、um, but before that, I have Chiba san as my mentor. So when I give advice to Kitagawa, it would be coming from, not directly, but indirectly, it would be passed down from Chiba san to me, to him. So I would, of course, give my own version of it, my own twist to it, but the large part of it I would like to stress out is that、uh, it, came from, it came through generations. It's not just my advice, it's, it's from Going back when, coming from Chiba san and his mentor and his mentor. That's actually awesome for our fans to know that there's so much、uh, knowledge that comes basically from generations of、uh, the stunt actors. Let's talk for a moment about Space Sheriff Gavan.、Um, that's probably your, your most well known role.、Um, how did you land the role? Let's start there. How did you get the role to begin with?、Uh, 現在も日本でですけども、えー、なんとか戦隊っていう戦隊と、えー、仮面ライダー、えー、その宇宙刑事運動は仮面ライダーがやってた枠でやるようになったんですけどその戦隊の久しぶりに45年間があって久しぶりに戦隊をやるっていうそれがバトルフィーバーだったんですけど、えー、バトルフィーバーが終わって、えー、まあ大体、えー、いい50本ぐらい撮影するんですけどその半分近くをね、えー、ケニアでやらせていただいて
でその撮影半年まだ残ってる段階で次「デンジマン」とやるってもう新作半年ぐらい前から準備をするのででまあ僕にっていうことにまたなってでその「デンジマン」が終わってすぐ、えー、ギャバンやるんだけどもということでお話はいただいたんですね。でもその1年間準備があってで1年後にやるっていうようになったっていう。So there were several different types of、uh, Super Sentai and suit actoring going on at the time, and、um, the, the one well known one I think is a,、uh, a Battle Fever. And, and then when I did many of the series, I, I would say probably about 50 of those,、uh, something else came in, and I did that as well. And then after that, I heard、uh, the Gavin. The,、uh, there was a、uh, job of Gavin, and that I was able to land it because of my, my previous success, previous uh, uh, proof that I was able to do it.、Um, it wasn't immediate, it took about a year of prep time. It was a long time, but after that, I was able to become the space、uh, Gavin. Why was the,、uh, the prep time so long for that particular role? <laughs> えー、子供番組っていうのは、えー、ワンクール13本それをフォークールをやるっていうもう最初から決まってるんですね、えー、それでその、えー、余裕を持った中でやはり1年ぐらいかけて撮っていくっていうのが今でもそうです、えー、撮影に、えー、だから47本ですかね30分の47は撮ったで、そして、クリフは、when I say prep time, I mean the actual filming time. So it was a、uh, 13 episode and then that time's four seasons. That's pretty typical for a kids' show、uh, at the time, anyway. So it took a long time to record all that, to film all that. That's why it took such a long time to finish the series. You're still involved with、uh, Space Sheriff Gavon, correct? I mean, you, you still have a role within the series now. Hi. えー、最近7月に上映もして、えー、ブルーレイにもなりましたけど、えー、と一番、えー、5年くらい前もうちょっと前かな、えー、いろんな戦隊であったり仮面ライダーとか宇宙刑事の,そのメタルものとかが一緒にこう戦って相手を倒すっていう映画があったんですね。199体全部ヒーローが出たんですけどそれで、えー、ケニアと、えー、デンジブルーが復活してでその後に、えー、あれは、えー「ゴーカイジャー」っていうテレビ番組がありましてその「ゴーカイジャー VS ギャバン」っていう部分で、えー、やるようになってでその後単独の「ギャバン・ザ・ムービー」ってなって。で今の2代目を育ててで今の2代目とスペーススクワットというのを最近撮ったっていうそういう、えー、いわゆる流れですね199その時にバトルケニアとデンジブルーの役で出たんですでその後にそういう、えー、いろんなヒーローとえー、戦隊ものとか仮面ライダーとか、えー、そういういっぱいいろんな人が出る、えー、そうすると子供たちとそのお父さんの子供の頃はこの作品がヒーローだったんだよってファミリーで見えるような作品を東映が作り
ようになったんですね、もう10年ぐらい前からですか。そう、there were at the time there were a, a movie concept or actual movie where the 199, you know, large number of superheroes would kind of conglomerate at the same time. I was one of them. And then there were a couple other、uh, films made after that, and I was part of that as well. So after that,、uh, it was kind of a natural progress for me to also continue doing the,、uh, the Gavan. And now, what we're doing now is developing the second generation. His, his, so, my successor、uh, for Gavan, we're, we're developing that right now. So, you're actually actively、uh, involved in the development of the series. That, that's pretty awesome.、Um, So let's talk about、um, what you think makes the character so popular. I mean, it's, it's still an ongoing series. What, what sticks out to you about why this character is so popular with the fans? そういう設定の中で、えー、やはりこの宇宙の警察っていうそうするとコスチュームですねコスチュームがもう本当にこういうね最初にこ,こういう感じで、えー、やっぱこう重みがあって、えー、こいつだったら、えー、例えば宇宙の犯罪組織なんですけどから地球を守ることはできるというような。イメージでデザインされた部分で、えー、それが子供たちに受けたんだと思うんですけどね。So the、uh, the Gavan, the concept of it is the, the core concept is is love, and also the the hard background, the strong background of the story is that the uh, the uh, one of the parents, he's looking for the father, but one of the parents, he's basically a hybrid of、um, human. And alien. So that right there shows that different people can come together. That's one concept. And also, Gavin's、uh, uniform, the armors and everything, is very heavy made. It uses shiny metal. It uses, he just looks like a superhero that could basically protect anybody. And that, that's what kids want for the superheroes. So I think Gavin f i t in that role very, very well, where he looks like the part and he can do the part, and he's a cop. So he's a cool guy. <laughs> so, 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 乗車区っていう本当に専門用語であるんですね。で、それを取り入れたっていうのも変身じゃなくて乗車区なんだって。それが 0.05 秒で変わるとかっていうそういうのもあの子供のハートを掴んだと思います。So uh, uh, we had superheroes back then,、um, but it would it would be the common place where they would kind of morph into the、uh, superhero figure. And it was kind of like this mysterious process、um, that nobody really understood. But with Gavin, it was actually a,、uh, an actual process of kind of like chromium process. It was like a、uh, scientific industrial process of how he gets that body armor on, his, on himself. And kids love that thing where they, they can explain it, they understand what's going on, but he's a superhero at the same time. 
So it made it, I think it made him feel more real. And that's what, that's what the kids loved about it, I would say. So that's what I would say. その当時は撮影をしながらでっかいバス2台に全部機材があってその現場で撮りながら CG を合成していったんです。Ogavan also was one of the first ones that incorporated the CGI. We had a large equipment like bus full of equipment and we would incorporate that technology in it. So I would say that had something to do with the the secret of being so successful, being so Light. One question I have is、um, how would you say that the show has changed or working in the industry has changed from the, the old, the original show, Gavon, to what it is now, basically,、um, meaning the, the, the old ways of, of filming the show to the ways they're filmed today?、Uh, what would you say some of the differences might be? CG ワイヤーは一切使ってなかったサントマンだからねだから実際に1 0ルとかダイビングしたりとか車から飛び降り出して崖を転がるとか、まあ、そういったことを常にやってたんですけど、えー、そういうのがなくなってそういう危険なことをすると撮影怪我をしちゃうと中止になったりするので延期になったりとかそういう部分で今は CG とかワイヤーででもワイヤーでやってても怪我する人はいますけどね。だから僕なんかはそのワイヤーやってて怪我をした人なんかみたいな大きな怪我は本当にしてないですね。So specifically about stunting, what has changed the most would be back then when I was doing it, I used no wire. I would actually jump off from a moving car to a cliff, roll down the hill, and there was no trick to it other than me actually doing it. Uh, nowadays, that all changed because if the stuntman gets injured, then they have to kind of stop the production for a while. So now, how they would, they would do it is essentially a lot of it has become CGI.、Uh, that's the difference, I would say, biggest difference for the stunt, from stuntman perspective. How often would you have to do those、uh, risky stunts? I mean, when you're jumping off moving vehicles, how often would that happen? When you were filming a show, it seems like that would happen a couple times an episode, probably, right? I mean, that's. <laughs> that's you, you would be risking getting hurt, I mean, every episode, I would have to say. でそれをこう前に出してまあそれが武器お芝居下手くそなんでスタンドマンだから<笑>だから、えー、そういう部分では今の若者たちは,はの俳優さんとかはねあの体は鍛えてるでしょうけどそういうスタント的なこととか、えー、まあアクションはできるでしょうけど、ね、はほとんどできないですよね。So, actually, first three or four episodes, beginning episodes of the,、uh, the series, there wasn't much of stunting or much action going on. But that to me was a problem because my weapon, my, my skill set, is being a stuntman. So, I actually asked to do that more often. <laughs>、um, because, I mean, I am a stuntman, that's my, that's my、uh, special skill set. That's why my acting sucks. 
So I had to I had to find another way. I had another way to sell myself, and that was the way. So I I actually、uh, I requested to increase it. 一番誇りに思うのはですね、やはり千葉の方からあの提案があったんですけど、僕らに、えー、やるミュージカルをやりたくないかっつって、ね、まあお芝居あまりね得意でもない、まあアクションスタントは得意ですけど、じゃあ歌ったり踊ったりもしなきゃいけない、で二三年訓練を全員がしてミュージカルを新宿駒劇場っていうね。その2000人キャバのそこで再演再再演までやったっていうその踊って歌ってっていうスタントマンだけなんですよこれは世界でも初めてだと思いますだそういうことをその考える千葉というのは素晴らしいですよ、うん、そ,のそ,のそのミュージカルを1か月間やったっていうのもやっぱ誇りですね So kind of a side story but、um, speaking of my acting career There was a,、uh, a Chiba san proposed, asked me one time if I wanted to do a,、uh, a musical where I would sing and dance. And、uh, I actually, we, so, so there was, it was an organization, a show just by the stuntmen. So all the,、uh, the dancers were stuntmen. And I was part of it. And we trained for a month. And we actually did it in, the,、uh, in Tokyo, Shinjuku,、um, at the、uh, hall where it could, it could see 2,000 people. And it was a, it was a repeat hit. So I, I feel very proud of myself for being an excellent dancer. <laughs> and also,、awesome. uh, I would like to、uh, thank Chiba san for bringing that idea. I think he's brilliant for coming up with something unique like that. Yeah, he was telling us about some of his、uh, other film ideas, and he does have some great ideas. Um, how, did you, I mean, how did you avoid getting hurt on set? I mean, that, everything you did was very dangerous. You put yourself in,、um, I mean, in, in a position to where you could be hurt every day. How did you make sure that you, you escaped injury? And do you have any stories about、uh, times when maybe you did get injured? Is there anything you could tell the audience、um, in regards to that? So, the stuntman is the most i m p つもあったりバク転をした宙返りとかそうすることによって空中感覚であったりそういったものがすごく伸びるし受け身も取れるようになるんですね必ず一回柔道の受け身と同じように受け身をしてからあっやられたようにやってるんですけどあの今の子たちはその受け身もしないでガーンとやってるから腰とかいろんなところを怪我をしてると思うんですよね。基基本本ははアクションの基本はやっぱりマットそうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。そうですね。They don't really understand that concept, it seems like. So, when they get hit and when they, their body gets slammed to the ground, they actually are getting slammed to the ground. Whereas me, I would know how to make it look like I'm getting slammed, but I'm actually absorbing some impact because of way I, how I move my body and things like that. So,、um, I would say, yes, the, the,、uh, the mat work, the ground work is the most important. That's a great answer. 
っと、一番、えー、やはりこの体育館の中でそういうことをやるのも落っこちるのも5メー,ターぐらいまでしかできないですよね。で最初は1メー,ター、2メー,ター、3メー,ターってだんだんこう上げていって5メー,ターしかできないですよね。でももっと高いところでやりたい。だから年に必ず1回は10日間ぐらい全員で行ける人間で合宿に行ってたんです。野外合宿。その時なんかもう馬をやったりとかスキューバーダイビングをやったりとか。Um, so normally... Really, I would only be able to do like maybe five meter drop, that would be the max.、Uh, when I was practicing it, it would be one meter, two meter, one yard, two yards, five yards, you know, gradually increasing it. But、uh, I was still only able to do maybe five, usually. So, in order to kind of sharpen my, my skill, what, what we would do, what I would do is go to kind of like、um, sort of like a, a, a camp, a boot camp. To develop those higher skills needed for a stuntman, and I would go with my buddies, and we would be packed in there for weeks at a time, and we just that's what we would do is we practice skills. Is that、um, in, re in relation to the Let Jet or Luck Jet? Are you, you, are you familiar with the Let Jet? Luck Jet? Sorry. Luck Jet is a very good thing. It's a very good thing. ジャックとはあ業務提携はしてますけどねいろんなあのイベントに関するものをこうなんかないとかっていう提携はしてますけど。Um, no, it's not really related.、Um, the、uh, the Lack Jet is the、uh, it's just something I have. It's an event organizing company that I have in、um, in a different region of Japan, and it's not related to. Uh, what we just talked about. Can you, can you tell us what, what it is and what they do? I, it's, I know it's an organization, but what does that organization do? Event organization. イベントごとには例えばあのオープニングセレモニーとかそういうステージで、えー、すごい歌手の方を呼んでやるとかもう企画制作何でもやります。So it's a general、uh, event organizing company. It's an entertaining business. So we would、uh, organize festivals. We would uh, uh, invite somebody, a celebrity, to a show. We would build a stage,、uh, prepare the stage, things like that.、Uh, one thing that I can say is the,、uh, in the baseball industry in Japan, we make about two thirds of all the costumes, all the,、uh, the yeah, okay.、Uh, wearable suits for them. So we, it's, it's a pretty、uh, large company that has、um, prominent influence within Japan. Okay.、Uh, last two questions for you, and then we'll wrap up.、Um, my, my last two questions would be first,、um, what is the, the film or TV show or the work that you've been a part of that is either your favorite or that you're the most proud of? And then,、uh, second, do you have any advice for people that would like to go into stunt work? So, this is a film that I have been a part of. キーハンターを見てたその見てた千葉にお会いしてでジャックに入ることができてでそのキーハンターにやっぱり出演やられ役ですけどねでこう出演できたっていうことがまず一番忘れられない
作品ですね。So the first response would be that、uh, the key hunter. Definitely. I, I was watching Chiba san in that film, and I was able actually to be part of that film. That was really huge for me.、Um, that's the most memorable moment that I have in my career that I was being able to be part of Key Hunter. So, 当然稼げないし大きな怪我をしちゃうと一生できないしっていう中では一番大変なんですけどやっぱり走り込む走って、えー、体を作ってで体を柔らかくするっていうことですねそのために食べ物であったりそういった部分も自分で考えて、えーうん、頑張ってほしいなと思います。Um, so the biggest... Well, the advice, some of the advice that I have for the people aspiring stuntman, being a stuntman, stuntwoman, is that you only have one body. So th- that is your asset. So you have to take care of it. You have to run, you have to lift, you have to be flexible, do whatever you need to do to take care of your body. And that's not just exercise, it goes beyond.、Um, you have to be good diet, you have, to, you have to get good sleep. So overall, Take care of yourself because without it, you, you cannot take care of your biggest asset, which is your body. Thank you very much for being on the show. It's been an absolute honor. Thank you. 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 Thank